1: Welcome back to Score North Live with me, Matthew Collar, here on 1500, and we welcome in Minnesota Vikings defensive end Steven Weatherly. Steven, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. yourself?
1: I am doing really well. I'm happy to uh, talk with you. So what, uh, what do you got going on uh, now that uh, you're fully into the off season? Are you uh, hanging out, preparing for Super Bowl week? Are you traveling? Uh, what have you been up to?
0: Um, so as soon as the season was over, Stayed in town for a little bit. Then I went down to Nashville, back to Vanderbilt. So I had a couple of teammates. And then I came right here, came home, being from Atlanta. uh, Had to escape that uh, winter wonderland that you guys are currently experiencing. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I couldn't be there. Uh, But no, today's actually my mom's birthday. Yesterday was my grandmother's birthday. So I've just been hanging out with family. Uh, My uh, godson just got a brother. So I've been hanging out with my cousin and a newborn. So just a lot of good family
1: time. Oh well, that's really great, Stephen. Uh, happy birthday to your mother and your grandmother. I understand that your grandmother is a really special person. Is that right? Yes, yes, very. Well, t- tell me about her.
0: Uh, wonderful woman. So, uh, from Atlanta, uh, she had she worked in uh, community enrichment and development. Uh, when in her uh, early years, she went and did a program at at uh, Harvard, and she also did another program at MIT both in those fields of community development. Uh, she took her talents to work uh, in the in Washington, D.C., under the Georgia uh, senator, and then came back home and worked for the city of Atlanta, where she developed one of the earlier uh, Safe Summer initiatives, uh, her and her team, to help uh, low-income, low-SES uh, kids stay safe over the summer, have programs, and to help them bridge that educational gap between uh, the end of one school year and the beginning of the next school year and that's my grandmother.
1: Man, that is awesome. I hadn't planned grandmother questions, but I remembered reading that uh, about your grandmother, that she was a really amazing person. So that's awesome. How did that influence you as a kid growing up? I mean, it must have had uh, a big influence, right? To see all the things she accomplished.
0: Most definitely. Um, It set the bar high, but she didn't make it too unattainable. Uh, One of the things she always stressed to myself and my cousins, the other grandchildren, was that education is very important. And with it, it'll unlock a lot of doors. So from an early age, we all knew that that education was key. And so she just pushed us to just go out and achieve our best and just do our best no matter what.
1: Stephen Weatherly, defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings, joining us here on Score North Live. Well, let's talk a little bit about your season, Stephen. For the first yeah. two years you were with the team, we kept hearing – the Vikings really like Stephen Weatherly. They like Stephen Weatherly. And we would see you on special teams. But this year, we finally got a chance to see you. You got the opportunity to come in when Everson Griffin was out and make an impact. Uh, what did it mean to you to get that opportunity? And what was the biggest thing that you learned along the way of getting chances to start and play 60, 70 snaps in an NFL game? Uh,
0: it, was, uh, it was unexpected, first and foremost. But then going into the situation, uh, being there for two years and being able to hone and practice my skills with coach Dre and coach Rob. Uh, I knew I was prepared for the situation. I didn't know when the situation would come. And when it did, uh, I wasn't nervous. Um, I didn't feel unprepared. Uh, I just went out there and just did what I had been doing in practice the last two years. And it was, it led to me making a, uh, some good plays. And I was happy to help the, the defense out and the team out. Um, I wanted to win all the games, uh, for the whole year but that wasn't the case but i was able to to help in some aspect
1: steven can you explain to me andre patterson i mean whenever we talk to any defensive lineman for the vikings whether it's linval or the og tom johnson or whoever it's it's always mentioning andre patterson's impact on you guys what is it that he has done for you specifically and how, how is he able to help so many players? I mean, you look at your defensive line. Sheldon Richardson was a top pick. He comes in as a free agent. But everyone else, uh, you know, Everson was a fourth-round pick. Daniil is a third-round pick. You're a, a late-round pick as well. And all of you guys seem to make so much progress with him as your defensive line coach.
0: I think more than anything, that's more of a testament to him and his coaching ability and the fact that he's able to develop talent uh, from anywhere. Uh, some guys just need uh, – or, uh touch up here or there with their technique or their step or so on and so forth. And some guys like myself, uh, I played outside linebacker my last two years at Vanderbilt. So I had to come back and relearn how to put my hand in the ground. So I took mm-hmm. a little bit more time and then developed me uh, the technique he uses or uh, likes to teach. And the way he coaches us is just enables us to go out there and achieve greatness, uh, not just individually, but also as a unit uh, up front. We rely a lot on each other and that's how he coaches us. We are one team. Uh, We are a brotherhood within the team, and these are the guys that you're going to go out there and go to war with, and he he motivates us, and um, honestly, you ask anyone in that room, we wouldn't want to go to war with anyone
1: else. Uh, It's really incredible the amount of pressure that the defensive line is able to create, and what I see is... Uh, That impacting all parts of the game for the other teams that, you know, when Matt Stafford's running around like crazy, it's very difficult for him to find anybody open down the field. And I'm curious about just the chemistry that you talked about and what it means to have all of these guys on the defensive line having played together for a long time and the camaraderie involved in that. It doesn't it seems to me like it's not just the talent for why the Vikings defensive line is so successful, but also that everyone understands each other.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, we we are talented up front, uh, but every team is talented up front, right? It's the NFL. Everyone gets gets paid. Everyone's a, a great football player. But I think one thing that separates us from other defensive lines is that camaraderie that you were talking about. Uh, the fact that we, we play for one another, not just with one another.
1: Okay, explain to me, Stephen, a little bit about pass rushing, okay? Because – Daniil Hunter is has become one of the best in the league and you have the, the crazy wingspan as well and the height and it's pretty clear that the Vikings like guys who are your sort of size but that doesn't mean that you can just go out and beat NFL tackles. What What is the number one thing that makes a great pass rusher and allows someone like yourself, someone like Everson Griffin or Daniil Hunter to succeed as a pass rusher in the NFL?
0: Uh, it's all about being a student of the game. Uh, like you just said, it doesn't matter if you have the measurables if you don't know how to use them. So it's about, uh, finding someone who knows how to do it and having them coach you up. And that's why I leaned a lot on, uh, B Rob when I first got in, Everson and D'Neal at the other defensive, uh, ends that I've had the opportunity to play with. And then Coach Dre, once again, the way he coaches, the way he teaches us, uh, it's just as much mental as it is physical. So we spend a lot of time being students of the game, students on our craft and really honing in on it.
1: Steven Weatherly, Minnesota Vikings defensive end, joining us here on Score North Live. Uh, Steven, I understand that you are a big fan of chess. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I am. Well, I won the 2003 chess championship in my high school, for one. So I think we're on the same page here. Uh, how does How do things like that, these outside things that you like to do that aren't football, whether it's your musical interests, your love for chess, And so forth. How how do they help you as a player? Does it sort of keep your mind free a little bit at times? Or or is there something that you can point to where you could say these other outside things that you do help you as a player?
0: Uh, The things I do often feel definitely help me to decompress. And so, like, I like to rock climb, also cook a lot. And so all these things together help to take my mind off of football because uh, I am my harshest critic. Uh, I, I like to watch film. Uh As soon as we get on the bus, heading back to a plan if it's an away game, I'm trying to download the film, break it down, see what I did right, see what I did wrong, and that can get kind of uh overwhelming at times. Mm-hmm. So whenever I need to take a step back, that's when I go. And uh the uh, Fadi, another defensive end, he's really good at chess too. So I'll go over to his place. We'll play a little bit. We'll play some online or I'll go in the kitchen and make something and just take my mind off of it. And then after 45 uh, minutes to an hour, I just go right back to football and bury myself back into the game.
1: Steven, uh, have you ever watched any YouTube breakdowns of Bobby Fischer matches? I have not. You should try it. I mean, it'll blow your mind. Like, even no matter how good you think you are at the game, you'll watch these breakdowns on YouTube. And they're more, way more compelling than you think. It's like dudes breaking down the film just like you would with football, only on Bobby Fischer moves. And it's insanity.
0: Well, I got something else to go look up now. Thank you.
1: That, that, yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. It is the nerdiest thing I've ever done in my life, but also I can't stop. Um, to, what's the biggest thing that you're working on this off season to take that next step? I mean, I, I think as we look at uh, where the team is and where the defensive line is and how the, just the NFL is, rotational pass rushers are always hugely valuable. Maybe that's your role. Maybe it's the starter. I, I don't think that we really know yet. Uh, what your role is going to be, but we know that you're going to try to get better. So what is the biggest thing that you're trying to do to take that next step?
0: Uh, Biggest thing for me is just getting my body to a point where if I am called upon to play more this upcoming season, that my body can handle that workload. Uh, And if that's not the case, then just be able to prepare to, because at any point in time, you never know when your chance is going to come, a la last year. And so um, just being able to, to to get my body to a point where I could go the distance if called upon.
1: Steven, I understand that you are going to be part of the Unsung Heroes Lunch for your work with the uh, One Love Foundation. Why don't you tell me about that?
0: Yeah, no, so I got involved with them um, at Vanderbilt uh, my last year and a half. And uh, the One Love Foundation uh, was started after Yarley Love was um, killed by her ex-boyfriend in uh, May of 2010. Um, her mother, Sharon Love, uh, came up with the One Love Foundation to help reduce relationship violence through education. And so uh, when they came to Vanderbilt and asked, would you guys be interested in implementing the program on campus? Uh, I stepped up and said, sure, I would love to. Uh, I then gave the program to the senior captains of all the sports teams at Vanderbilt, a couple of uh, Greek life members. And then when I came to the league uh, on my second year, when I was actually on the active roster for the My Cause, My fleet. Uh first cause that came to my mind was the One Love Foundation. And this past year, I also wore them again. And uh, last year, I did the same uh, Unsung Heroes Luncheon. And we just honor the local uh, people that work in that field of power based personal violence. So uh, relationship violence, sexual harassment, stalking, bullying, harassment, anyone that works in that field that helps people that have been impacted by those. It's important that uh, they are thanked for the job that they do because oftentimes it's a thankless job. It's a job that is done, but not many people know about it. So the people that are um, working at the shelters where people go, if they were battered, um, so on and so forth, uh, it's just important that they get recognized. And the fact that the NFL is willing to go out and spend time and effort and money and energy to you know, go out and thank these people and donate to them really means a lot.
1: Steven, uh, it's a uh, join Am I correct? Correct. All right, make sure you check that out, joinonelove.org. Stephen Weatherly, Minnesota Vikings defensive end. Stephen, thanks for doing this. I hope we can talk again soon. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. All right, and we will be right back here on Score North Live on 1500.